Hello and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network. Thank you for joining us for this what is a full review, a deep dive and a spoiler cast for The Last of Us. Uh, Once again, though, I am joined by my clan of survivors uh, and by a man many hunters are searching for someone who knows how to frustrate and annoy and sometimes well most of the time disappoint with his highly critical views it's john hello hello there everyone that's disappointed hello that sounded pleasant yeah mm. you missed offend yeah very very offensive young man is our john yeah but hopefully not today young and that other meek <laughs> weak voice that you hear is a man who has bundled his way through the apocalypse eaten all of our supplies hunted nothing and someone who has spread illness and ravaged our community it's gareth mm. eating all of your supplies you make rat like, boy make it sound like i'm fat rat man <laughs> no he's very slight you've Athletic. got you are a bit of a nightmare for the apocalypse in a way your metabolism's too good mm. Um, that it causes you just to waste away even though you eat everyone's supplies. Um, Fact. Now, Gareth, do you want to disclose the information to the listeners uh, confirming suspicions that they all had uh, and accusations that we have levelled against you? Um, Can you please confirm your health status at the moment? Fine. Absolutely fine. I'm here. I'm doing... Oh, hold on. Sorry, my phone's making noises. It's not on silent, is it? Is that his phone or yeah, that's his heart monitor? Confirmation from the doctor. I will survive. Is that your heart monitor? Uh, because <laughs> I've got evidence here, Gareth, of a message from you 10 minutes ago saying that you're not very well mm. and can we hurry up yes, and do the podcast? but here's a little thing. Here's what I'm going to disclose to the listeners. The reason I'm not very well is because I went and met up with Len on Sunday and shared a bowl of chips. It's not, you, it's not always Len's fault. It's not always me, no, though. Is this it? Time Come it was, on, mate. Wasn't it? <laughs> I haven't got you sick every single. Anyway, you're you know you're living up to your name as Gareth. the sick, weak member of the group, and that's okay. But as long as you just are at peace with it, I think the listeners would appreciate that. They hate your little, you know. Oh, I'm not sick. I'm not sick. But you are. You know, they can they can hear it in your voice, Gareth. I, think I sound very well. Sound healthy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, enough of your meekness. How are we both? Are we all right, other than Gareth's illness? John, mm. you trudging along over there in the UK? Yeah, all right. Uh, there's a weird, like... Odour. <laughs> odour. Yeah, there's a weird odour shower, in mate. this room. <laughs> Whose pants are these? Um, uh, just the UK weather at the moment, it's all over the place. Um, yeah. Uh, we've had a fairly promising couple of days where the sun comes out. Um, but obviously yeah. it's seen the economy and run off again, so it's freezing again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, disaster. Just makes me yearn for the Aussie sun. Um, although, well, I mean, maybe I'll come over and get ill all the time like you two. Yeah. So I don't that know. What Fuck happens. yeah, yeah. Mm. Good point. It's a mess. Yeah. Um, well, everyone knows why we're here, and that is to discuss. Episode Gaz's four health. of The Last of Us. <laughs> and Gaz's Health. Episode four is titled, Please Hold to My Hand. And I'm going to kick things off with the J-Man, J-Meister General. Because <laughs> um, he wasn't in the hot take and everyone's itching to hear his thoughts on the episode. Mm. Please, J-Meister General, give us a score. Yeah. Uh, on your little blueberry Just scale. Him, John. 
and uh, let us know your thoughts on the episode. Yeah, just John will do, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. This J Bone. Yeah. Uh, do you just call me J Bone? <laughs> yep. Okay. That's the first. Um, <laughs> this, I think, is the worst episode of the season. I I don't think it, it's a particularly bad episode. It's just one where it, it, it's weird, actually, because it, it's the sort of episode that they need to start building some of the relationship that um, Joel and, and Ellie will have. Um, but then it's interspersed with this group um, uh in a cut where do they go again kansas city missouri kansas city kansas that's the one kansas um no kansas city john Can- all right kansas, kansas city. city all right um all the same it isn't missouri um i thought that was a bit rubbish to be honest um it just felt like do you know what it felt very the walking dead where i'm like my knees go say away that. honestly the trash people just turning up Rick Grimes stumbling all over the place. Oh, he's back finally. Um, yeah, t- too much of it reminded me <laughs> of, of that. When someone asked me before this season began, uh, they were like, oh, you know, it's zombies and that. And I was like, well, not really, but uh, sort of, I guess. Uh, and they said, well, what's the what's going to be the difference between this and The Walking Dead? Sorry, um, John. And I always Just, said when that... You say, when you say somebody... This is your wife, isn't it? No, 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 no. Um, someone else, actually. Uh, you know, just someone who's just else. delivering just... Amazon to the door. <laughs> I said, "Okay, sir," uh, but I just I give the delivery here. Um, I don't know why it sounds like that. Um, <laughs> where's he from? But, uh, I, where's he from, mate? Where's he from? Uh, Kansas. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, I, I said that the the difference between this and, and something like the walking dead is that the story will be a lot more personal. Um, and it will be a lot more focused on, on these two characters. It will be a smaller story. Um, and this kind mm-hmm. of drifted too much into the, Hey man, we're another bad group. And it's like, I'll oh, just go away. I don't really, and I don't want to have a go at her. Um, what's her name? Uh, Linsky, Melanie, Melanie Linsky. Linsky. Um, I'm going to get annihilated for saying this because I know she's got a nice little fandom. Here we go. She plays the same role in everything she's ever been in. Oh, like th- there's no true. difference. They're coming well, for you now. But they're coming for you now, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on the phone. That same like nothing look and wobbly lip um, <laughs> and small mouth. Um. She, <laughs> what do you want her to do? Uh, get a bigger mouth? Just yes. If she got actually mouth. CGI it, it's different, isn't it? Who's this? Actually, I've never seen this <laughs> character before. Um, bit of a big mouth. Superman. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, she was obviously in Castle Rock, as as you referenced in um uh, in the hot take. Uh, yeah, and I, uh, I mean, she was okay in that. You know, there was at least a reason why she was just a bit awkward. Obviously, she had she had the the, the shining, didn't she? From memory, 
Yeah, mm. basically, yeah. 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 Spoiler warning, but yeah. Well, no one's going back to watch that. Um, we'd have <laughs> no, been superstars not. in the podcast world if that if that series would have taken off. So I'm still bitter about Very that. Very true. Um, yeah, so I am going to score this, and I don't want people going mental about this score, by the way. They're going to go mental. Um, but I'm going to give it uh, three bloobs out of five. Ooh. You know, that's a... that's. No, that that's good. You know? Four is excellent. Five is fantastic. Um, I always thought four was kind of great and five is amazing. That's the way I would sort Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but great is better okay. than good. Well, thanks, John. They don't call him Alexander <laughs> the Good. Yeah. Yeah. True that. Um, Gareth, I'm going to go next because I always go last. And, you know, for a change, Pushing in. I want to go second. You know, really mix. What did you up. think, Gaz? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like obviously John is is right in a way that this is the worst episode of the season now that isn't a bad thing now when the show has set such a high standard um, that it has to take it's, it's inevitable there is going to be an episode which is more of a setup episode um, which is exactly what this is um however there were still fantastic things in there um it you know the relationship of Joel and Ellie is finally starting to build properly um and it's organic and it's in those quieter moments at the start of the episode and towards the end of the episode uh with the terrible puns and stuff like that that it does grow organically and we're finally seeing um a different softer side to Joel but worryingly at the same time, we see them bonding over violence and killing people, uh, which doesn't bode well for the future. Yeah, high five. Um, <laughs> yay, we just killed Brian. <laughs> Let's bond. Um, but unfortunately, that is kind of the nature of their relationship. Their relationship relationship is built upon violence. And that is going to prove troublesome down the line. Now, you know... John mentioned M- Melanie Linsky in this, who plays Kathleen, a new invented character for the show. Um, and Pe- um, Perry, who is also here, like her lieutenant, new character for the show. And this whole group now has a more meaning and purpose than it does in the game. In the game, they're kind of just mindless thugs, you call the hunters. <laughs> uh, but here, they're giving you a different context to this group and i personally think that's a good thing now john obviously you don't um but i think we've talked about it the real horror of this world is the people and i think it's the weird fungus monsters to be honest but (laughs) yeah you forget about those weird well they're in this episode gareth they're just you just don't see them (laughs) but uh they're lurking in the shadows don't you worry um but i you have to put a face to the people that Joel and Ellie are murdering. Because if you do not, it just becomes yeah. senseless violence with no attachment to anything. Yeah, so, sorry, j- just just to interrupt, Len. Um, I, I don't have a problem with... Uh, I don't like faceless men. That's not a reference to game yeah. of thrones yeah, yeah a little reference yeah um Got, yeah, in yeah. last week's episode i said that was a criticism of of mine that when we had these raiders 
I was like, it, it would have been better to, to see right. them, you know, like for some of them to be, yep. you know, even like young adults kids. or kids, because then you, you yep. there's a, yep. a a conflict between, you know, them burning alive as these two fellas knock about inside their little compound. Um, but it's just uh, when it went to them, I just didn't think that they were. Well, they they weren't interesting to me at all. Like I, I genuinely was very bored yeah. in all of the interactions with them. Mm. I think, well, yeah, I think you would have been more bored with the game version of them than this version. So they had to do something, mm. right? Oh, at least I'm pressing buttons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you love pressing those buttons. You fucking gave up on the game, mate. Don't you tell me about <laughs> yeah, pressing did, buttons. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Mm. Um but what I will say is, I think I said this to Gaz in the hot take. It's because they've decided to split the ep- this this chapter of the story into two episodes, and that has meant that you're not getting the payoffs or any sort of further character development on this group um, until next week. And next week, I think, in retrospect, it will improve this episode. Mm. But I'm going to say that I've been getting a lot of stick uh, from people. <laughs> Mainly you, Josh. Oh, you're going to bow to but the also pressure. Listeners. You're going to bow to the pressure. Listeners. No, there's no pressure oh involved here, Gareth. I'm going Mate. to give this uh, I've no back five. I've been getting pressured no back into five. saying I'm giving everything five yeah, blues. Yeah, you're going right? to bow. Now, this is a four blue episode. What? And you that is okay. Pathetic. That's great, as I have said. Yeah? So just take that in. And now, everyone, leave me alone. There's a four blue out there. Because obviously next week's going to be a five. All right? We all know it. So... Four bloobs from me. Gareth, oh, take I've it away. Done, I've done what you, what you wanted me to. Oh, love me. Pathetic, yeah? Pathetic. I agree, though. It is a four blueberry episode. Unbelievable. Um, and I think I've, I foreshadowed that in, um, in yeah. our hot take. Probably for the same reasons as John. I I quite liked the slower bits of uh, of this episode in terms of the, the building the the building of Joel and Ellie's uh, or the further development of their relationship, um, their little road trip stuff at the start was great. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, from a visual perspective as well as um, as well as the the story and the the atmosphere. Um, and I also liked when it ramped up. That was a really nice kind of sudden turn to violence that uh, you could see coming. Like you you knew that the the tension was building as they en- as they entered Kansas City um you knew it was you knew it was about to happen but yeah i share similar concerns um to john about the maybe the, the two dimensional nature of of these these characters um and not Joel and Ellie, you mean the hunters? Not Joel and Ellie, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously not. Yeah, um, you just mean the the, the revolutionaries will call. Yeah, them. and I mean, I think I think they tried to they tried to add, they tried to avoid that. They tried to give, um, uh, what is Linsky's character's name? Kathleen. That's right. Sorry, thanks, Kathleen. Um, they tried to sort of hint at her backstory, and you know, she's obviously she's not all bad. Um, she's coming from, you know, a, a place of human motivations, um, but it just it just didn't quite work at the level that everything else has worked in this series for me. Mm. Um, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do agree with both of you. I do think, but I hope that next week 
they uh you know it pays off i think off. it will you know i think I mean? it, and i'm sure it will but we've got to look at this episode in isolation and it's it's not a five <laughs> bloob yep. um it is that's nice. also not nice. a three bloob in my opinion but um still a, yeah, still a madness. great episode of tv uh so yeah four bloobs from me here's here's lovely a lovely stuff here's a question for you gents so go on and it's uh i mean i can't believe you called it a great episode of tv but that's fine it's all opinions isn't it um, I think it's all it's all going to be a great episode of TV. No, don't do a Len. Yeah, yeah, you got to look at that's... it in isolation. I can't believe you've called that a great episode of TV, but that's fine. Um, do it again. Is it... It's a great episode of TV. Do we find it a bit weird? <laughs> and is it harmful to, to well, certainly to this episode that we've gone from episode three that's seventy-five minutes long in its runtime? Yeah. Yeah. And this one is 45 minutes long. Yes. It's really weird. I do think that's a problem. And I, I and I think that's the thing that's hurt it. I said, as I said, if this was an hour and 15 again and was two episodes merged into one, um, I, I would think that the group that we're talking about would have been more fleshed out, more realised, and it would have been more contained in this chapter. However, there's clearly going to be a big episode next week so maybe they couldn't do it all in one and have they've you... had to split it up because yeah the runtime next week i haven't looked at it no i bet you have have you john yeah i mean well obviously the first four we know because they've aired but the the rumors prior yeah. to the season were spot on so episode five and six are both listed at 59 minutes um okay okay episode seven 56 Episode eight fifty one. Episode nine, forty three minutes. Forty th- what? Yeah, no. rumored to be the shortest episode of the season. Wow, that's mind boggling. Wow, I can't wait to see well, if that comes true. What I will say is, just on that, that probably tells you a bit of the the um the story with why they did this. Because if they've got an hour and forty five minutes worth of worth of footage yeah. worth of episode yeah then that is a little bit tricky you can't make that one episode that is tricky it's yeah. not that is um, tricky and yeah. to get that down would be you'd really be losing some character development so you know it, keep an eye on it listeners keep an eye on it we'll look at those run times um, next week and throughout the season that episode nine one wow i'll be amazed if that's true but who fucking knows you know and i don't really care as long as what I'm seeing is delivering. And so far, this show is delivering on pretty much every level. Now, um, we're going to have a quick little uh, ad in a second. But before we do, um, I want to say thank you for all the fantastic support. No worries. Um, loads of people have been in touch. Not you two, you fuck off. Um, wow. Loads of people have been... <laughs> you, uh, loads of people have been in touch. Uh, they've left us reviews. And you could do the same. Please do leave us a review on iTunes. There's some bloody lovely reviews mm. coming in, lads. Are there? Bloody lovely. Yeah. Look at this one from A. Yeah. Leonard. <laughs> a. Leonard says says it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, great podcast. Really great. Um, but I want to say thanks for that. Um, please do review. Please do share the podcast. Subscribe. Whatever platform. And of course, if you want to feature in the feedback section, you can write in fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com we've got a good feedback section this week so if you want to feature in that please do write in uh, we really appreciate it and do you know what we appreciate even more boys what? precious monies Money. and precious patreons and we got some more of them baby they're, fl- they're, they're flooding in now aren't you lovely lovely people first of all katie trutchen katie trutchen <laughs> thanks very much for joining 
uh, said the that, Patreon. You said that right. Thank you for your support. Yep, definitely said it right. Mm, Katie, Katie. So. Katie. Thank you, Katie. That's just good. We'll just say Katie from now on. That's that's the that's her nickname from now on. So uh, nickname, great one. Thank you for joining uh, the Patreon. We really do appreciate your support. And also to Rito Burner. Thank you very much for joining the Patreon and pledging your support to what is a fantastic podcast. If we do say so ourselves, Um, Hmm. you can say thank you to them, lads. Give them a little thank you. Go on. Yeah, thank Thank you you very much. And Rito. Yeah, and Rito was the second yeah, name. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Rito, yeah. It's quite a cool name. Pretty cool, actually. Mm. I'll write that one down. Yeah, not having a go sure. at uh, Katie for, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, if someone's like, well, Albert's left us a review, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then if someone's like <laughs> Rito, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Sounds like yeah. someone's come from the yeah. future or something. To oh, did you say, a review. Did you say nope. Burner? Burner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't Rito even going to go into really? that. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, Rito. Well, thank and you Casey. to Katie, uh, whose name is also fantastic, and Rito, whose name is obviously fantastic. Well, obviously, Rito's um, the better and name. If you want to but... join the Patreon, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to join the Patreon and uh, donate some precious monies to this podcast, uh, it's really appreciated. It goes towards operational costs, uh, podcasting costs. You know, there's there's costs involved, guys. And, and you know, this isn't our day job. So, thank you very much. Hmm. Um, that's Patreon.com forward slash fan critical and please do join the community now quick ad break after the music and then we'll jump into the plot of episode four of the last of us boys we open this episode with ellie staring at a mirror and pretending to shoot someone taxi driver style she even gives the gun a little sniff bit weird (laughs) she then heads out to joel who is siphoning gas from cars uh, and to pass the time she decides to reveal her book of puns yep all right let's stop it there (laughs) Um, here we go Buckle, buckle now, in. First things first. Buckle, yeah, right, Road trip. That, hold your horses, Gareth. That's coming. Um, first things first. I thought it was very interesting to see how adept Ellie is uh, at using a gun. Um, now, I've shot guns with you boys before. And I can safely say that she's legal. more adept than you two. Yeah, all legal. Way more adept than you oh, two. that's not true. Um, poor little Gareth. It was like Men in Black with the cricket. It went flying backwards. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Poor little bastard. I mean, I'm the only one who hit it both times, so... <laughs> Pretty sure yeah, I hit true. him. I obliterated him. You, on and your second Gaz go. Gaz skimmed it. Yeah. I think Gaz, Gaz's bullet like ricocheted off a stone. Oh, did it? And then hit the it's target. convenient. We won't talk about John's yeah. shooting. Oh, I had a stinker. That's fine. <laughs> Admits it. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, she seems infatuated with guns and violence. Why have you decided to pick on me with the guns thing when we have a clear loser in the gun faction? Well, don't call me loser. It, it just Gareth. makes no sense. Don't call him a loser. That's how well, you'll order, be dead soon right? anyway. So who cares? Not because of gun violence, <laughs> by the way. Um, yeah. uh, what do you think about Ellie's infatuation with guns and violence? 
thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, stage? she's a. a uh, it's just cool. It, what sort of a, what sort of a comment is that? That's cool. Yeah, cheers, mate. <laughs> well, it's, evidently, it's a uh, it's a social commentary of of the fact that she's a a child that's grown up in the apocalypse. Yep. But also, yep. it's cool, violence. man, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Wicked just She's a 14-year-old girl who thinks it's cool to hold a gun. Um, that, you know, <laughs> yes, so what you she's see. grown up being desensitized <laughs> to it. But um, in a way, maybe it's a social commentary on the world that we, that we currently live in. It doesn't even have to be a post-apocalyptic one for, for people yeah. to have... Well, maybe we are. Views maybe this guns. is a post-apocalyptic world that we live in. We just don't know yet. Yeah, well, yeah. sometimes it feels like it, John. It really does. Um, <laughs> now, the pun book makes an appearance. Yes, I have discussed the pun book, the book of jokes, uh, in a clicker corner section earlier this season. Um, and, of course, we're going to have more delicious um, punnery in click a corner and you know knowledge of the games and the references and all that jazz <laughs> so do stick around um but uh what did you make of it john we thought you'd really enjoy the puns because you love them yeah bloody love them don't you yes yeah it was all right wasn't it it was all right you know it, it grew on me a little bit more i sort of felt a little bit sorry for joel he's kind of just trying to get on with it she's like all right well look you know yeah. just uh get this book out and that do some puns and he's like honestly we've just come from a house where there's two dead people in like in bed and Tess died like two days ago. Just just leave yeah. it out, please. Can I just have five minutes on my own, honestly? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a good pun, yeah. but just read the book out in a week or so. I was waiting for the pun. I was waiting <laughs> for the no pun, pun, John. That whole sentence. No I was like, he's, he's, one's coming. Yeah. It's coming. No. You, you got one or no. you got anything for us? or. <laughs> Jesus, the listeners are devastated. Like we we built you up as Patreon the pun boy. only, and yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I used to make terrible apocalypse puns, cool. but I'm getting better at it. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Annoying, I'll tell you what's though, disappointing gone, about that? You've gone and read like that? that beforehand, which yeah, no, he's well, written definitely. it down beforehand, yeah. and that's yeah. how bad it is. Came up with it live, mm, absolutely yeah. not. Just as we were talking, so terrible yes. i mean Good. it's not terrible gareth you got one or is the that joke's fine, move but, on um something about something <laughs> about uh books and i don't spines. know if it works that yeah. way does it <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about paper is there, <laughs> is there a joke in there mm. nah somewhere nah. Nah. all right turn all let's right we'll start a new chapter in this podcast okay we will do. We'll, we'll revisit that. Don't you worry. We'll come back to um, John will come up with a pun by the end of this episode. So we'll get there. Armageddon. Um, we. Oh. Yeah, kind of stealing my <laughs> word. that, John? I just did. So. <laughs> that's really good, actually. <laughs> uh, so what if John doesn't know what apocalypse means? It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You like that one? Anyway, we're moving on. We're moving on. This is too much. Mm. Uh, we then have Zombie. a lovely set of scenes in the. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We then have a lovely set of hey, scenes can, in the car. Can we, th- was there any point that Joel was like, all right, listen, Ellie, you're going to have to get out of the car because there's not mushroom back there because the yep. fungus. Thing. 
There you go. Fucking yeah. hell. This is a shambles. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute shambles. People turning off in their droves. Yeah. Well, John's just bottled it, which he does in pressure situations. I've noticed yeah, this true. about him. No, I'm just not a performing monkey. So I'm not just going to have someone point at me and go, puns now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> not even paid for this. Put your symbols away. <laughs> we then have a lovely set of scenes in a car. Uh, passing remnants of the world as it fell apart. Mm. We see cars pushed on out of the road by tanks, trains hanging off bridges in the distance, and bison thriving again, all set against Hank Williams, alone and forsaken, which is playing now. We met in the springtime when blossoms unfold. The pastures were green and the meadows were gold. Our love was in flower as summer grew on. Her love lacked the leaves now have withered and gone. Alone and forsaken by fate and by man. Oh, Lord, if you hear me, please hold my hand. Oh, please understand. I love the fact that this song um, is in the show. It's in the game. Um, at around a similar point. Um, you know, obviously the game has a much more truncated uh, story, so the song actually, and we'll come into it in Cliff Corner, is, is playing during another section as well. Um, but I thought it was very effective. Great road trip song. Great road trip song, mm. I've written here. Isn't it, Gareth? Yeah, it is. It's what... By that time, we had Credence uh, driving across Spain. Yeah. That was fun, That's wasn't bizarre. it? Um, it is. That, I think that is exactly what you would want actually maybe maybe credence would be would be up there as well driving across abandoned america um that's oh, quite yeah. a soundtrack for it mm. perfect yeah. literally a song that's just driving across abandoned america oh yeah that's good this this actually makes sense what we're doing um oh that's what those lyrics mean <laughs> yeah. Have you ever like driven through like very dodgy neighborhoods where you like just turn the radio down to be honest because you know, you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. They're in Every time I go an apocalypse. Them. So this, uh, just I don't know. It feels too much like it's fun. I'd be like, can we turn the radio off and be as quiet as possible, as opposed to no fun. Yeah, no fun no. allowed. John, yeah. John, Careful, no fun, McCann. <laughs> no fun, no pun. Woke. Yeah, no fun, no pun. Mm. That's yeah. That's his new his new name. <laughs> no fun, no pun. Yeah, uh, I thought this is quite cool that nature. Uh, and the world hasn't stopped. It's thriving without humanity. You know, bison are back, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Why are you making such a big deal of that? Because <laughs> they're almost extinct, bro. Keeps bringing it up. They're, they're uh, almost dead. Bison are bad, yeah. <laughs> Poor little bastards. <laughs> yeah, go on, turn this up, actually. This also makes sense with our current predicament. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm an animal lover, yeah? Bison animal are almost dead. Animal lover. Here, there. <laughs> What an album this is. No? Well, fuck you both. You don't care about the bison, so I don't know what to say. You're disgusting human beings, but I liked it. I'm anyway. so glad the nature's come back <laughs> and covered this roller coaster. <laughs> so, it's a coincidence. Uh, dear. Uh, don't uh, go into that city. Oh, no, let's turn left, actually. <laughs> uh, before that. Uh, they stop overnight in the woods where they enjoy 20-year-old ravioli. Uh, and when they start setting in for the night, Ellie treats Joel to another pun 
uh, whilst he promises her they'll be safe, uh, but he still stands guard. Mm, much like a scarecrow. Uh, John, would you eat 20-year-old ravioli or uh, would you? i probably have a sandwich instead? in a bit. Um, but yeah, so, Well, remember, John, kill you the can't bison. have yeast because of the... You remember <laughs> just the, come back. The flour problem. Oh, that's true, yeah. The flour problem. You can't be eating sandwiches, mate. Yeah. How long would you last... Before you like halfway through eating a sandwich, you're like, oh, for fuck's <laughs> thing, isn't it? Just should have, yeah, should yeah. have had the ravioli. Oh, sh- yeah, should have had that ravioli. That was more. <laughs> um, yeah, look. Here's, a, here's the thing, though, guys. Question: Doesn't ravioli have flour yeah. in it? Yeah, but none of this matters anymore. Ellie had a sandwich last week. She's immune, you fuckhead. No, I think Fuck like it. they're not just making bread. They're not making <laughs> bread for Ellie alone. <laughs> yeah, they are. No, absolute nonsense. I don't know. I just think it's it's funny the flower thing. It's twenty years old, so it might be from around then. Mm. Is what I'm saying. Made with who knows? Made with who knows? Anyway, um, <laughs> made with who knows? <laughs> yeah, um, I thought this was quite nice. Joel uh, answering the pun here about the scarecrow. Yep. Outstanding, outstanding in his field. In his field. Gets promotion and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great joke. That was a nice little moment, wasn't it? Mm. Nice little moment between them. Yeah. Yeah, he fucked her punchline, didn't he? He did. He did. But at least he's, you know, his, his, um, his tough exterior is slowly being uh, melted, melted away. Revealed um, for the straw man that he really is. Um, they continue their journey the next day to Kansas City. Ellie finally seems to be breaking down Joel's exterior as she gets info about Tommy from him. He then realises he's letting her in too much and calls her cargo. Yeah, stop asking me about my life, you you stupid cargo head. <laughs> oh, why are you saying that? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I thought it was a bit, um, a bit mean, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, it was, wasn't it? It's a bit mean, that, actually. It was. A bit out of order. Yeah. call her cargo yeah. head. Not very nice. Yeah, you've had too much coffee, um, you. Do you think Joel's a bit of a... Um, Tosser. He is a bit of a tosser sometimes, well, but yeah. the way he kind of feels that he needs to like bail Tommy out of any sign of danger mm. throughout his whole life, you kind of get that sense from him. You know what I mean? Like you bailed him out of jail, obviously in the first episode, you get the sense that he's done that lots of times. <laughs> I love that. I thought like you were going to list loads of examples. And he's like, because he bailed him out he's of got one. jail. I've got another one. Other ones. He protected him as they travelled to Boston. And he says it was him that did it for Tommy to protect him uh, to get to Boston. And now he's gone missing Mm. or hasn't heard from him in a while. And he has to go save him again. Mm. Like, oh, I better go save him again. Like, it's a chore, but it's something that he is, it's the only purpose in his life. Do you know what I mean? He's He's protective. He'd do it for your brother. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely would. Big time. Of course (laughs) he would, yeah. (laughs) Big time. He would be so much better suited to the apocalypse than me. It's insane. He is a man who yeah, he's a prepper. invests. He's a prepper of sorts. He's not really but a prepper, he essentially but he, is. let's just say he's well well supplied. He's he's like Bill, not like that, but he's like Bill, but in a you know, um, no, like that, yeah, <laughs> with uh, less supplies. He's he's got less supplies than Bill, but yes, <laughs> yeah. he would be way more. He'd be rescuing me for fuck's Correct. sake. Mm. You'd be a shambles. We'd all be a shambles. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Oh, John John would have given up. Gareth, obviously, ravaged by illness in this perfect... Well, it's not the perfect, perfect world, world. you know, pandemic yeah. and that. Yeah. But um, 
the best situation he could be in. In an apocalypse, he's fucked. So, and I'm obviously the most capable out of the three of us, but um, mm-hmm. I still don't think I would fare that. What's way. that based on? So, what do you mean? What's that based? Look at the state you're. You'd have Look six hours of our online gaming and take your own life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so ambitious. Six hours. Yeah. Well, why is he taking his own life? It's just a power cut. No, but <laughs> simple-minded, <laughs> feeble-minded <Yeah>. Len. <laughs> Never. Anyway, um, they get to an impasse and Joel decides they can make it through the city. Um, however, as they make their way through the city, someone is injured and asking for help. Joel instructs Ellie to put her seatbelt on and then proceeds to run the guy over as the others start shooting at the car uh, and they crash into a storefront. Joel successfully shoots two of them dead before a third pins him down and is choking him to death. Ellie then steps in and shoots the hunter in the back, saving Joel's life. Mm. This is Imagine this. Imagine if Joel, the Joel that we know, was killed by this, this Brian guy. I know. I always think that. Like, I always think that when I when I play through the game as well. I was like, these fuckers can't kill yeah. Joel. Well, I mean, obviously they can, but like, that's the world they live in. But yeah, it would be such a shame. Um, that would be a real be a shame, Game of it? Thrones twist, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine that. You you can understand why they've got this guy, um, because they want him to that begging for his life. You know, he he suddenly yeah, becomes very yeah. like childlike. Childlike, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and that's good. Um, but the idea that he overpowered Joel in a pretty fair fifty-fifty, no way, man. Yeah. He should have just got the drop yeah, on I him. Did, yeah, like he, like he should have just hit him over the back of the head, like coming through the back. Like that. Yeah, that probably would have made more sense. But yeah, I do. I mean, Joel is has got kind of freakish, brutish strength. He is 56 years old, as we see later in the episode, and obviously his cardio system isn't as good as it used to be. Um, yeah. But, like, I think it's interesting. I think the Joel in the game is a bit more athletic than Pedro is. And I'm not saying that Joel in the game is athletic. I'm saying that he just feels a bit more... He He seems a little bit younger, even though he's not. I think Pedro's playing it a lot more like the age is affecting him now. You know what I mean? Well, um, which might play I mean, into it. Do you think that, aside from him going up the stairs in this episode, yeah, I don't but, think it's being nah, referenced. But he, like, the way he walks, the way he walks, <laughs> the way he sort of like shambles around. He's got his little Zimmer frame. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm joking. But the seriously, he's, he's old, yeah. His little pensioner <laughs> card that he uses for parking. And that bit where he... He called Ellie Cargo, and then his teeth like came out a little bit. I thought it was a great scene. Uh, it ripped straight from the game, and we'll talk about it in Click a Corner, of course. Uh, any differences? But um, they stripped it back a little bit, um, uh, so there's only like three assailants. So it's a bit more believable that they could get out of that situation. Uh, Joel using his his street smarts, his iconic rifle, um, and then. You know, Ellie stepping in and and essentially killing, or what you know, what Joel believes at this point is her her first person, um, which is quite a huge turning point for the character. Um, what do you reckon to that, Ellie stepping in? Like I said, 
in the the hot take. She had to. What choice did she have? I don't. Um, there is no choice. Uh, Sometimes violence is the only answer, Gareth. Yeah, I don't think it's a. Um, I don't think it's a, a comment on her character or anything. It's just it's a thing that mm. you know could change her. But as we establish later, and we'll come to it, I'm sure. Um, maybe it won't change her as much as we initially think, or as as much as Joel thinks it will. Um, mm. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge turning point for this character. I mean, it's an inevitable turning point, unfortunately, in the world that she lives in and the nature of her condition. Um, mm. But yeah, you'll see a change in her character for sure. Yeah, uh, look, I thought it was a, a nice touch for uh, Bella Ramsey to, you know, to tear up that just the single tear. It was kind of... Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was, wasn't overbearing for the audience to see her like proper breakdown and go, oh my God, I've killed this guy. And it wasn't the other way where she's like, yeah, I've killed him. That was good, wasn't it? Like, yeah, high five. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. High five. No, no. Yeah. So she did. She, she's clearly conflicted. She is clearly conflicted. But yeah. yeah, not as much as say a normal person would be. You know what I mean? So it's, it's interesting. It's, there's a lot of depth to it. We're then introduced uh, to the group uh, that Joel just killed members of. They are a type of revolutionary group um, who are called hunters in the game, or the hunters, who seem to have overthrown Fedra in Kansas City. We see Kathleen interrogate their doctor. She asks about a character called Henry and his whereabouts. She then uh, is interrupted and she sees the dead people of her group. Uh, that Joel and Ellie have just killed. She is so enraged, she marches back in and shoots the doctor in the head. Mm. Now, that's uh, this is the thing that I don't understand about this character. That is a mental move, right? You do not kill a fucking doctor, yeah. regardless of what they've done mm. in the apocalypse. They are the probably the most valuable resource. I mean, um, she even mentions it. That is out She there. even says, like... What if I had a doctor? And like, all right, fine. The, the, the... He's already dead. Look at the state of Brian. What a stu- <laughs> that, that annoyed me. That was a stupid but, fucking question. Um, she was like, would, would a doctor save him? Uh, look at him, mate. He's already fucking yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. that to I, her, though. But, <laughs> but yeah. I think, like, obviously she understands that that might not be, these might not be the only people who are injured or dead in the future. And mm. that a doctor might have some mm. value at some point. But yeah, she's yeah. like, nah, hell. look, that one guy that might have been saved by a doctor, he's dead. So we're never going to need a doctor again. So let's go and <laughs> yeah, kill, as well. him. kill him. It's fucking mad <laughs> that she has done this, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, now, we've talked about Melanie Linsky. Obviously, John didn't really like her performance. I think there's something interesting in her performance, uh, a kind of villainous streak behind uh, what John described as her sort of nice uh did you say wobbly lip i think that's a very good description um of the sort of acting that she she usually does but i i actually thought her performance was fine i just think we didn't see enough <laughs> Rave of her reviews. and it felt a little bit felt a little bit snatched that on a poster. in the episode you know come see melanie linsky in this show her performance is fine tell me fine. where She's where fine. is henry where is he <laughs> i'll shoot you in the face honest i'm telling you you know I know you've seen me yeah. in other things, but in yeah. this one, I'm mental. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Just read one, it off the I mean script. Business. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I, 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 yeah. I don't want to have a go at her, you know, as a person. I'm sure she's a lovely person. It's just uh, everything I see her in, she feels very one note. And again, I'm going to upset even more people here. It's like Ryan Gosling. The guy, just one, he can do one thing and that's it, honestly. Are you mad? No, you're mad. He's one note and Wait, she's one note. I'm, excuse me, are you telling me the Ryan Gosling in La La Land is the same as Blade Runner 2049? Yes. He is quite similar. You that's are actually, deluded, <laughs> That's a terrible example because he is the same. Like, what do you, one of them plays the fucking, is obsessed with jazz, is a fucking and amazing then La La jazz Land. pianist who has low... Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> and then there's La La Land. Mm. Yeah, fucking hell. I can't even get into this. Anyway. No, yeah, I, Sorry. I, I would really say this, me. though. I would say, John, you might cool. be right. Um, but a lot of actors have had incredibly successful careers by playing the same character in different situations. No, I, I, I agree. She does it. I think she does it well. I, I, I kind of agree with Len here that maybe the issue is less about her and more the maybe the, maybe the writing maybe it just which you know has been faultless to this point but um yeah just not enough characterization built in there um in I, my opinion i saw someone say that it would have been interesting if they'd have swapped um the actresses for um tess um and kathleen or whatever her name is no way Anna Torv. Yeah. No, no. If they, no. If they had her playing that sort of ruthless leader. Well, if you had two Anna Torvs, then yeah, that would be mm. great. That would be extremely confusing Sorry. to me, though. I'd be like, is she not dead? <laughs> Tess is back. She's back. Name? She's back. Yeah. Very days of our lives. <laughs> oh, no, because she yeah, must have had amnesia and then she became this new character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's immune, too. <laughs> and from explosions. <laughs> Joel confronts Ellie about basically killing her first person. She says that that isn't the first person she's killed, sort of. Uh, Joel then has his proper first uh, father-daughter moment with her, giving her a pistol and teaching her how to hold it and shoot. <laughs> Ellie giggles oh, with excitement. I can't wait to do that with my with my daughter. Yeah, I was just yeah, thinking that. Lovely. Yeah, mm. Absolute classic. But it is weird, isn't it? They're bonding. Uh, their first real proper, like Joel actually teaching her something and like letting her have this weapon is such a sign of trust from him but it's also such a fucked up way for them to be bonding you know what i mean it's just it's bizarre you know what i mean i think it's an acceptance of the scenario that they're in though right yeah. like it's yeah of course you know, if of course <clears throat> they're growing up in the normal world it'd be teaching her you know how to drive her obsession with that car it'd be like exactly yeah. so so exactly. Right, we'll, we get your license but you know instead of that Let's just teach you how to kill more effectively. Hold this gun. Yeah. But he trusts her now a bit more, which is important. Obviously, he he feels a little bit guilty that he was jumped and that she saved his life. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a big deal. And he's coming to terms with that. She's coming to terms with killing someone. He's coming to terms with the fact that she, she's had to do this thing. And then that she's saying she's not it's not necessarily the first person she's killed, which is an interesting point that I'm sure will be revealed in future episodes. Um, and we know that's sort of coming, but I just thought it was, I thought it was a beautiful scene, but a kind of worrying scene as well, you know, mm. just foreboding. Um, 
we then see uh, John's favourite character, Kathleen, and her Lieutenant Perry <laughs> uh, discovering uh, one of Henry and Sam's old hideouts. Perry then proceeds to show Kathleen something rumbling and breaking uh, under the city. Uh, she He says not to tell anyone. She says not to tell mm. anyone. I'm rather. sure we'll never see that. What could it be? What could it be? I don't think we're ever going to see it again, to be honest. I think it'll be like Ghostbusters, where it's like pink ooze. That'd be good. Hmm. Yeah, that would be good. And then there's going to be a giant Statue of Liberty. If, have they got a Statue of Liberty in Kansas City? <laughs> no, of course they don't. But I'm sure they've got some sort of monument that we could uh, you know, reanimate with uh, purple ooze. Yeah, probably. Hmm. So. Yes. Um, now, nah, I thought, obviously, I don't want to say much about this because it's a spoiler, but I think we're all in agreement where this is going. Um, and I think next week's episode is going to have a lot of action. So that's all I'll say about it. Um, mm. You know, moving on. Joel and Ellie proceed to hide on floor 39 of an apartment building. Joel is knackered after climbing that many stairs. Uh, as they settle in for the night, Ellie once again delivers a classic pun uh, to which Joel audibly pisses himself out. Oh, yeah, that's so, a pun in itself because it's about shooting yourself, it isn't is. it? It is about shitting yourself. Um, should be uh, noted, they're only on floor 39 because Joel couldn't make it any further. Yeah. They're supposed to get to 54 or something. Yeah. They? yeah. They were 45, I think it was. Or maybe they got to 33. I can't remember. They got in the 30s. That's all that matters. Still in the 30s, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> More honest. Yeah. But I really love this little moment between them. Like, they're both laughing. And Pedro's now giving you more of that range, John, that you've been wanting to see a little bit more range um yeah yeah look he's uh um he's opening up his acting abilities as the story goes along um so good on him you know he can act some people slagging him off saying he can't act without you know a mask and stuff fuck you yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah unbelievable um nah, it's a lovely moment um and it's great to see them finally you know we're halfway through the season almost now but it, it, it the relationship is definitely there it's getting stronger throughout this episode um and as just as we think the episode's finishing uh we see ellie awaken joel with two figures standing over them and holding them at gunpoint one being a young kid with a gun squarely pointed at joel's head yeah cliffhanger mm. yeah that's a weird name <laughs> no, it's Henry and Bloody but it's, Sam. It's interesting it? that Henry <laughs> Henry's obviously got Sam. So Henry being the dad has got Sam the kid to mm. to point yeah. the gun at Joel. Like he's like, You take that one, I'll take the yeah. I'll point at the little girl. Mm. Yeah. Do you know that's 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 like in football or soccer when you've got a mismatch at a corner. Football. You don't put you, Gareth, the shortest man in the world, against the six foot four defender. Mm. No. Do you know what I mean? But you do have me lurking on the edge of the penalty area because that's where. I'm <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about an example yeah. that just, I've just made. If we're talking yeah, football so. tactics, then yes, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you'll be on the bench at this rate, mate. But, uh, you don't put your star player on anyway. the bench. Oh, is he out injured again? Is he? What's wrong with him this time? <laughs> yeah, still, still top goal scorer, player of the season, whatever. Um, what are you saying, Len? So Sam and Henry, obviously iconic characters from the game. And I'm fascinated to see, because they've obviously given Henry and Sam here a bit more of a story um, as to 
you know, to tie in with this new group. Um, I have no idea what Henry did to annoy Kathleen so much, but I hope it pays off, is all I'm going to say, because what the fuck could he have done? Ratted people out. Where's that, where's that book of puns gone? <laughs> <laughs> Henry! Is that why, John? You've... <laughs> Sam! Yeah. Gave it to my, 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 my kid brother. Gave him the pun mm-hmm. book, didn't I? Imagine that he cracks out. Imagine that if Sam cracks out um, volume one of the pun book. Yeah. Mm. That's, you know, That'd be good. And they'll bond yeah, over that, yeah. won't they? Well, that's it for the episode. Um, a short episode. An episode that is clearly setting up a very action-packed episode five. Uh, as we said, not the best episode of the season. However, still a great episode of television. And four bloobs from myself, Gareth and a free bloob from John, um, which is always to be expected with John. He's a bit of a wild card, so just you know, don't don't, <sighs> don't write in and go, have John. a go at him. All right, he's he gave last week a five. Yeah, mm. he's gonna do this. He goes. Did up, you hear that? Goes down. He's all over did you the hear place. That? What did Len just call it? Great, great episode. No, but he it's calls everything great. great. And now right, you know what he's like. We're gonna move on to a great segment <laughs> called Click a Corner. <laughs> great. All right, let's crack this crack this clicker corner off with the puns. Crack this clicker corner off with the puns. Bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crack okay. off. Have you got a pun for me yet? Have you got a pun no. for me yet? No. Okay. This is No Pun Intended Volume 2. Two with obviously T-O-O. Uh, it's given <laughs> to Ellie by a character called Riley in the Left Behind DLC. Uh, And we know from the trailers that this content will be in the show, probably, obviously, as a flashback. Um, The puns used are the exact ones out of the game, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, Hopefully we get more as the season progresses. But I've also put, hopefully, they don't overdo it. Because I think think there's there's a line here and they need to sort of just, you know, leave it for a bit now. Maybe come back to it in like three episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, John, you'll like this next one. Porn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at him smiling. Yes. He's he's happy now. Yeah, he's literally. Li- yeah, you four, see his four blueberries. Actually, now. it is a great episode of TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, the scene of Ellie and the erotic uh, male mag is literally almost word for word from the game. Mm. This was further evidence in the game that Bill was, in fact, gay. Uh, in the game, it is hinted at heavily, mm. but never seen like last yeah, week. Yeah, I don't know yeah? if we needed confirmation in the show that Bill was gay. No, we don't. I think it's a nice, <laughs> funny moment. But but what I will say is, just quickly, how outrageous has the uh, review bombing and hate speech been yeah. after last week's episode? Dreadful. But it's failed. It's Fucking failed, hasn't it? Like, unbelievable. You say review bombing, but actually well the good they've tried to review the good well, people have come out still on top, very right? score. the score the scores on imdb i mean about 35% of all of the reviews have given it 1 out of 10 <laughs> yeah um so it's it's Which it's dragged ridiculous. it down so whatever happens for the rest of the season that will be ranked as the worst episode of the the series yeah yeah. yeah, which is a shame because it's a fucking incredible episode. Mm. Uh, fuck all those people, um, to be honest with you. Scumbags. <laughs> um, moving on. 
coffee. Uh, Joel constantly remarks in the game how he misses coffee. Um, and Ellie says it smells like burnt shit, which she does in the show as well. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, I need coffee every day. Probably two of them. Two now, coffee? If you're telling me there's a... <laughs> what? Is that what you just said? I need coffee. Yeah, yeah that's just weird. I need coffee, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? I need caffeine. I need. Uh, it sustains me. Know, How do you think I, know, I get through just these podcasts? The, the turn of phrase was just beer bizarre. and coffee. I need two of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine uh, twenty years you've had no coffee. Absolutely brutal. Mm. Honestly, I can't even. Mm. I'd just give up. Anyway, uh, Pittsburgh is the next one, um, and the confrontation with the hunters or this revolutionary group happens in Pittsburgh in the game and not Kansas mm. City. Uh, which it is in the show. They changed it in the show as their main filming location was easier to make look like Kansas than Pittsburgh. Lazy. We're not <laughs> We're not in Pittsburgh anymore, Gareth. Oh, that's good, that. Yeah, well done. Like, like that. Yeah, that's good, that. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, we're not in Kansas either. Cause, yeah, no, that's true. We're not. Missouri. We're not. Uh, the ambush scene, exactly the same as the game, although less assailants, uh, so it's more believable. And as it's happening, uh, the alone and forsaken track is sort of jammed like on repeat in the car because they've crashed the car. And it's like playing as you're sh- gunning down these hunters approaching you in the bar. I thought that's a pretty cool effect um, and a bit of a shame that they didn't do it here in the show, to be honest. Yeah. It, it, it honestly is really effective but um, as a moment in the game. It would have been weird if they had started playing that song like three hours earlier in their road trip and it's still playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I was thinking that when they crashed the car, it jolted the tape player. Do you know what I mean? And then it was just stuck. Though, isn't it? I think it would be a bit distracting as well. Yeah. Anyway, or they could have just started the track later and had it in this scene. Anyway. Now, or they could have gone into the city and gone, right, can we play that song that we were listening to earlier again? Yeah. <laughs> can we play it again, please? Yeah. quite liked it, actually. Just yeah, play that bit. Actually. Play that bit over and over, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, they drive past some burnt corpses, which is obviously a sign that stuff's awry here. <laughs> what an understatement that is. <laughs> yeah, it's quite disgusting. And uh, it's the same in the game. You literally get out of the scene and you see this pile of charred bodies and you're like, oh, fucking hell. Mm. Who are these? Who are these people? Um, call outs from the enemies. Uh, we hear them say things like, hey, motherfucker. That was my accent. So don't judge it. Mm. And uh, oh, shit, they got Brian. <laughs> Which is literally <laughs> uh, pretty much what happens in the game. Ever since Last of Us Part 2 came out, they generated better AI and the AI all had individual names. So when you were to kill someone, if their friend in little commas, AI friend, saw the body, they would say, oh, fuck, they got Gwendolyn. She's, you know, <laughs> she's gone. Um, and then that gave a bit more character to the enemies that you were killing. I thought it was good here that they still kept some of those call outs. Gandalf, quick, they got Gwendolyn. Oh, fuck, they've killed Barry. Barry <laughs> is dead. <laughs> <laughs> They've implemented that AI with the name callouts into the la- latest Last of Us remake. So mm. if you are going to play uh, The Last of Us Part 1, play the remake version on PS5 and you will get those same sorts of uh, callouts. I thought that was an interesting touch mm. and uh, a good one, to be honest with you. And if you put in the cast of us as a promo code, 
You get 50% off the game, <laughs> didn't you? Imagine that. Imagine the complaints and people have gone, oh, fuck, I've paid full price for this. What's going on here? <laughs> Half price, it's still 70 quid, yeah. 100 bucks. It was a yeah. joke. Um, the run truck. Uh, in the game, this harasses you as you go through the city, firing a minigun at you. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, Perry, the lieutenant of Kathleen, is actually played by the actor who played Joel's brother, Tommy, mm. in the game. Mm. Speaking of which, Tommy is in Jackson in the game, which is about five miles away from Cody, the place they reference in the show. Now, uh, the floor crumbling, and this is spoiler heavy, so, you know, it is what it is. Click a corner, you know it's spoilers, Block guys. Your ears, John. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we hear the noise of a bloater. Uh, these are the longest of the infected and are fucking... <laughs> Uh, tanks basically um, and I'm sure we're going to see it next week oh, we originally see the bloater for the first time in Billstown uh, section of the game at the high school um, so not too much earlier but understandably moved from the very touching episode last week imagine that they just have a bloater in that episode for some reason like it just would have been bizarre mm-hmm. so it's just quite a smart gluten. to it's move it a big it. gluten monster just ties in with all of like the flour and stuff yeah yeah that's what yeah. it could be, right? Yeah. Just eating sandwiches. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Just to get more, gl- you know, flowery. Gluttonous. Um, mm. It's yeah. like the Stay Puffed, man. <laughs> yeah, a little <laughs> yeah. bit, yeah. Um, Rip off. And that's it. That's it for Clicker Corner this week. Um, pretty good one. Pretty chocker, to be honest with you. Um, but, of course, this is our favourite section of the episode. It's uh, listener feedback. And uh, we've got some good feedback this week, guys. You can write into us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts. The email is in the show notes. Just click it, write an email to us. <laughs> let us know your thoughts, Very theories, fast. or whatever you want on the podcast. Um, you know, Or you can interact with us on social channels. Terms and conditions apply. Whatever you fancy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Peter Hablum has been in touch and has had this to say. I've been listening to you guys since Castle Rock. Oh, yes. Very poignant, isn't it, lads? Considering we just mentioned it in this podcast today. Uh, My God, that show just fell apart. Mm. Yes, it did. did. Big shame because, you know, we actually... The first season was pretty good. Second season, yeah, Yeah. Anyway, you're all brilliant and I love listening to the team discuss and banter. Thanks, Just a quick note that I haven't seen mentioned anywhere. In episode one of The Last of Us, there was the girl in the classroom twitching with the bracelet, an early sign of the cordyceps infection. Maybe it was obvious, but I like the detail. Yeah, I mean, we'll stop it there. We didn't talk about that. No. And that is a very good spot. Um, And I do remember that moment and was a bit like, that's a bit weird. Because nothing came of that point. Yeah, because nothing came of it. But it's just cool to know that there were these little signs of people getting infected from the flower, Mm. you know. Um, like uh, Grandma oh, did. She might have had something else. Yeah, yeah. like Gareth. I like Gareth. I didn't yeah. think. I th- Good point. Yeah, yeah. I I did um I did notice it at the time, but yeah. Um, thanks, Peter. And it's annoying, isn't it, when you notice something well, and then you wait for for somebody else to reference it, and Gareth, nobody ever does. Gareth, please <laughs> don't thank Peter just yet because he's oh. got some more words. Oh, here we oh, go. Here we go. By the way. I'm going to call it. I think Len will five bloob the whole first season. <laughs> and please feed poor Gareth. I picture him as a stuck in the wall infected. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll take it all back, Peter. Um, 
I've got your messaging is all over <laughs> the place day. though. Apparently I'm I'm stealing all of your rations and yet I need feeding. This I told you it's because your metabolism. You're confusing it out, you're mate. confusing the listeners. Yeah, because you're more yeah, sorry, tapeworm just... than man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Infected tapeworm man. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, thanks Peter, thanks for writing in. Uh next up is Josh. Hey chaps, loving your podcast reviews of The Last of Us. I have no one to watch it with, so you're my companions for the journey. Sad face. Um, well, in <laughs> a way, I would say, it. don't be sad about it. Be happy about it, yeah? So, it is quite sad, though. No, we're here for Josh. We're here for him. No, no, no. That, I mean, um, that's a he good just thing. Heard, yeah. Yeah. He just heard episode two's review, and he has this to say. The real mycelial network on our world has been quite a popular topic of discussion for fungi fans for the past few years they are <laughs> they are vast and can even interconnect and communicate do some googling and you'll find out lots about it it's fascinating and incredible what's going on beneath our feet there's a great documentary <laughs> on fungi uh, on Netflix called Fantastic Fungi. Well worth a watch. They start, to start talking about the mycelial network around 10 minutes in. So although you say the network isn't mentioned in the game, I'm not particularly surprised they've included this major feature about fungi in the series. I, it would be wrong not to. I don't think it's just a convenient plot addition. It might have been that at the time when the video game was being created, it wasn't such a widely talked about phenomenon and the game developers simply weren't aware of it at the time. Another connection, it's this network which was the inspiration for the infamous mycelial network which features heavily in Star Trek Discovery. Uh, and I'll stop you there, Josh. I love that show. And um, <coughs> it's very good. If no one's watched Star Trek Discovery, check it out. One of the best like Star that. Trek shows yeah. ever made. I like the way he's, he's jumped in there before I'm like, ugh, Star Trek, fucking hell. Yeah, John yeah. hates it, but I like it. So no worries, Josh. Uh, sorry if you guys knew this already, but just had to say, keep up the good work. All the best, Josh. Well, thanks for writing in, Josh. And that has enlightened us about why they might have created this communication network between the infected um john are you more satisfied now or do you still dislike the addition um, no i mean I, I i don't like it but um that sounds like an interesting documentary i might i might give that a watch it does doesn't it yeah i might as well That's, you know it's very topical at the moment yeah it's gro it's growing on me fun guy oh, oh. hey he's yeah, finally come he to is. the table hey. Jesus Christ! Now, can I can I say oh, cheers? Good good email, Josh. Or is there an extra bit at the end? P.S. Gaz looks like he's dead. <laughs> uh, Josh has said nothing uh, sinister about you, Gareth. Excellent. Not that not that Peter's sinister. was sinister. Well done, Josh. Um, well done. Excellent email. Ended it at a good point. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Oh wait a minute. He's just written in again. <laughs> One second. No. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Terry. Um, who has commented something I thought you'd like, Gareth, on socials. Mm -hmm. And she says, coming to you from Kansas City. Yes, yes. I live in Kansas City, uh, Missouri. As in Terry. But there is also Terry, Terry. A, Terry Pitnick. Yeah, this is Terry. Terry. Pitnick. You know, yeah. We all know Terry. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there's also a KC, Kansas. The state line cuts through the metro area. Loving the pod as usual. I thought that was nice. We've actually got listeners in Kansas City. Mm, there you go. I mean, I'm, there might be more, but I'm just saying this is it's glorious. I hope, glorious tidbit. I hope Kansas City is doing slightly better than Kansas City in the show. Well, yeah. me too. Uh, and I'm sure John does as well. I'm sure he well. thinks that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, I do. Yeah. Um, well, look, um, I'm assuming that Terry plays the podcast very loudly so that the neighbours can hear it. So you know, more than one listener. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's mm. right. Yeah, and, and and Terry, please do spread the word. Uh, like the mycelial network. Yes. Of fan critical be, throughout Kansas be City. Be our fungi. Yes. Good one. Very nice. Um, and that's it for feedback this week. Uh, we have gone way over time and I'm sorry if you didn't get to email, but please do write in at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com um, and let us know your thoughts on the show. Email is in the show notes. Just click it, whatever, or talk to us on socials like Terry did. Um, and that's it, you know, for the deep dive on episode four titled, Please Hold to My Hand. Obviously, the lyrics from Alone and Forsaken. Uh, next week, we've got an issue, boys. We've got an issue, and I, I want to be upfront with the listeners here. HBO, and if you don't know this, it's actually quite interesting and, and, and kind of good. Um, HBO, in their wisdom, have decided uh, to release the next episode, episode five of The Last of Us, two days early. They're actually releasing it on Friday at 9 p.m. US time. Um, now, unfortunately, on that day, me and little Gareth are on a supply run of sorts. Um, so <laughs> there will be no hot take next week. Instead, you're going to get the deep dive on Sunday. Yeah. And we're very sorry, but HBO fucked us. All right. Mm. We planned out every single week. Yeah. To get it all recorded. And they've moved an episode to a Friday. Unfair in a way. Was well, because of the Super Bowl, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, I just thought maybe, we'd be maybe honest. we do so a next um, week. maybe we do uh, a deep dive on this, and then we yeah. just do a hot take of the Super Bowl. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, good idea. But yeah. also, good but idea. just still call it the Last of Us or the Cast of Us Part <laughs> Five or whatever. <laughs> We're just t- yeah. talking about okay. the Super Bowl. Here, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, our American audience would probably very much enjoy that, John. Mm. We would have no fucking idea what we're talking about. I mean, I know the rules, so that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goals and that. Yeah. 2-0 yeah. to Touchdowns. that city. <laughs> could be Kansas City. No, could it's be. not. It anyway, could be. It's not. Uh, but that's it. Yeah, so next week, no hot take, but deep dive out on Sunday because the episode airs on this Friday at 9 p.m. US mm. time. Um, of course... Thank you for supporting us. If you could be as kind as to subscribe, uh, share the podcast, spread the word of the cast of us and fan critical, that'd be amazing. Please do also leave us a review. Uh, the reviews we've been getting are fantastic. And if you're sitting there listening to this and you genuinely are enjoying it, or even if you're not enjoying it, leave a review. We don't care. Five star, one star, whatever. It is just nice uh, to you know, you, I, have reviews. Just to interrupt you, I just, I just had to check this because I didn't want to embarrass myself just in case. But oh my God, in the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I, th- oh, I did think that, Gareth. Yeah. That's why I said Yeah, yeah, it. it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Cause, and uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles as well. So, Oh, the is, Philly Eagles. This is, yeah, it's, uh, it's, but the, the interesting thing about that is Philadelphia, right? Which state is Philadelphia in? Pittsburgh. Well, it's in Pennsylvania, which Pittsburgh which is, is also where in. Pittsburgh is. So the, the state that they've moved that scene from, the whole episode from, Wow. This is unreal. There you go. So some real beef between the two teams because of The Last of Us. You stole our chapter out of The Last of Us. Yeah. That's what they sound like in... (laughs) Chapter? Is that a book pun? (laughs) (laughs) Spineless. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 
Good. Anyway, go Eagles or Chiefs. Actually, go Chiefs because no, I like go Terry. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Yeah, go we Chiefs. Like Terry. 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 Put your best Kansas City Chiefs jersey on. Yeah. And listen to Fan Critical. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> what a day. What a day Sunday will be for you. Deep dive and the Super Bowl. Yeah. Fucking hell. I'm jealous. Do you think we're big enough to compete with the Super Bowl yet? What do you mean? Like, Definitely. We'll see well, when the figures... Obviously, Last of Us, the show, is moving its episode because it's worried about the Super Bowl. But we are going toe-to-toe with the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's... You know, we're not scared, are we, boys? We're fucking going yeah, for well, we're it. We're going to release <laughs> it in time so that people can go, right, uh, listen to this, and then a few beers, and then Super Bowl. Yeah. What a day that yeah. is. Honestly, should Great we just day. fly out to the US? It'd be so much better. I think we'll just fly out and obviously everyone will meet us at the airport yeah. and then we'll just Someone have will pick um, us up. a few beers there. Mm. Kick on, really. Yeah. Mm. Who's doing the halftime show for us? Can you imagine the halftime show was just us doing oh, a yeah. hot take? <laughs> yeah. like, what Do the fuck? Bit, Where's Beyonce? People would just be like, hold on. <laughs> Gaz isn't as short as they made out. Boo! <laughs> uh, and... It's just John trying to do puns for 20 minutes. Yeah. He's like <laughs> refusing to do it. Think about Super Bowl anyway. is it's not even a bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, He's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is absolute codswallop now. Uh, codswallop. We'll catch you all on the next one. Um, thank you for listening. And as I said, speak to you next Sunday. When we do the deep dive, no hot take, just a deep dive on episode five of The Last of Us. See you then. Cheers. Go Chiefs. Goodbye. Yeah, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.